and tops. I'm dying. It's the day after E1. No, oh, fucking hell. It's the day after E4, and I am a very tired man. Yeah, we didn't get back. Was it midnight? We reached yeah, back midnight. to Harrogate. Well, we got to ours, and then Morgan started to get home to his as well. So yeah. Just after that. Cheeky little four-hour drive. Mm. Um, just a cheeky trip. Cheeky trip out. But yeah, welcome back, everyone, uh, to the latest episode. I hope you didn't miss us too much, um, but I did. Ho- I hope you missed us just a little bit. I think they could live with it. I think being at Empire... Yeah, and yeah, I hope we all, as many of you who could be there, were there. Everyone we spoke to, we enjoyed, and we'll... Well, I guess as as last time, it's been so close between these two events that this episode is talking about E4. Yes, and now eight months till the next official event. Don't make me cry. Um, yeah, this one was. I feel like we say this every time, but one of the best. Yeah, I think it gets better every time. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the, the the drop, but so far it's got a drop at some point. But let's I mean, hope it's no time soon. Maybe mm. not so much of a drop as a plateau. I, I'll live. I can live with a plateau. The black plateau. Oh no! No. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think you're right. I think um, hopefully eventually it'll it'll flat flatten off. Um, but yeah. Um, I don't know, I guess the, the little bit of a difference for us this time. So last time we, we went with uh, Emma, who was playing SD, and Jack. Uh, so we had five in the van, but we had six this time because we, unfortunately, Chloe and Alex couldn't come. Yeah. Chloe and Alex are still members of LARPs and TARPs. So yes. Unfortunately, they haven't been able to make it to E1. So today you're stuck with Morgan. No, they were only able to make it to E1. Oh, yes. You're stuck with Morgan, <laughs> Kerry, and myself, Tom, today. Um, but yeah, so we... We had to fill some spaces, and we looked. At, I haven't actually asked them if we could speak about them, so we'll be brief. But we we spoke to some lovely people who joined us on the van, um, which made a really nice event. It always gets rid of your worries about travel arrangements by getting some lovely people who just are a pleasure to go with. Oh yeah, they really added to it. We were kind of say the whole way down. It's nice to have that kind of camaraderie on the way down. Well, one of them seems like quite an important character. Very much so, to the point where they may be a guest. Yes. Um, on the new show, which is exciting. It actually gives us a bit of an insight into magic that we don't have. Yes. Yeah, very much so. That nerd stuff. And the wonderful yeah. nation of Urizen. Yes. And uh, and the horrors of Conclave. Yes. <laughs> which is a big shit happened, but that didn't, I didn't find that, that That's not our story to tell. That's not our nope. story to tell. Um, so yeah, usual van trip. Got down. Four hour journey because we made a couple of stops. Yeah, we did come down on the Friday. Got to, once again to miss the Thursday, but... Work is what work is. Yeah, basically. I mean, we may have been able to do it, but plans changed to last minute. Um, but it was all good. It was We got down. Um, and then I felt like getting in, once we got to Anvil, was a very efficient operation. Yeah, it's we like, got yes. everything set up. It was getting packed up that was less than efficient. <laughs> God. It wasn't so much getting packed up as just getting the car to the pickup yeah, zones. Which took me an hour and a half. But let's leave that till Sunday. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the we got there. It was really, really funny. It's like right, get to dawn, unload, get to league, unload. It was very efficient. And then I drove Big. off to Urus and unloaded. Go, 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 go. <laughs> now put up our tents enough that we're getting used to. It's, it's getting more regimented, and we know yeah. actually which order yeah. to put things up. I mean, I think I've fallen in love with our special hammer of putting up tents. Mm, it yeah. just hits pegs so smooth. I really enjoyed when we got to the league and as we started to get your stuff, your jackdaws descended on us like... Uh... Yeah, well, no, actually, we were just leaving Dawn and just as we were yes. leaving Dawn, oh, my yes. jackdaws arrived to help us. And we were like, nope, too late, sorry. We'd just already hopped in the van and started to drive off. Yeah, we waved them goodbye and I just... promised them that there were homemade cookies if they came to help us. I'm just looking up, what do you call a group... Of jackdaws. Of... Jackdaws. I looked this up already. Uh, a f- oh yeah, a flock of jack. Oh, so it's your flock. It's my train, apparently. Your train. That's what it's called. <laughs> I don't think we should call it a train. No, a flock of jackdaws. Everybody on the Nietzsche train. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I went to go pick up uh, Sophie from the station, who is from Dulac. But that was basically me before I got ready. What about you guys? What did you do when I left you? Uh, let's see, what did we do? We got into costume quite early on, because always keen to get into costume when we were yeah. at Anvil, especially on the Friday. Uh, went to weapons check with my little jackdaws. Mm-hmm. They're so precious. So protective of my babies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did we do? Just got everything nicely sorted out. Uh, went to weapons checks. Went to God, the tech, because we weren't there at uh, sign time right off the bat. We got our character sheets 
quite early on. Pick out character oh, packs. Quite quickly, you mean. Yeah, we didn't have to wait very long at all. Yeah. As we got our character packs, though, and walked back, however... Yeah, we decided to go back to the tent for some food. And a lie down, because I'd only had less than an hour of sleep the night before. For some reason, I just couldn't sleep. And it's lucky we were inside... It's lucky we were inside the tent, because then the thunderstorm started. So, really funnily, I'm really glad we set our tent up, because as we got... I got back with Sophie, um, got the tent set up, and we were just getting, like, kit on. And she had somewhere to be really early on... Like for like, but she wants to go on a skirmish eight thirty. So she was like, having to get armoured before time in, and we were outside the tent, and all of a sudden, the heavens opened, mm. and it was like it's really funny because in game, there is currently storms across the empire. Oh, yeah, yeah. symptomatic. So and then the day where I was like, I am sick of these rains. Like in character, I could be like, I'm tired of these rains. But then we were outside, and they got worse. So we snuck under the canopy that Degrovan have mm. and then we noticed that the canopy was going down oh, down. oh yeah. so we tried to push the water up fell into the tent <gasps> just a little bit it's a massive oh, oh my no. god so we all came out and pushed it over to the fire it was an absolute nightmare oh gosh so that's one thing about having an awning. We, we noticed we had the tent hadn't zipped up oh, quite yeah. to the end of the There's bottom There's little, little folds in the corner where the door is, and we hadn't folded it in because, we, you know, it's never rained in that tent before. We've, we've been in it twice. Um, and then I noticed, fortunately, as I went to go and do something else on that side of the tent, I was like, oh, there's a giant puddle here. Uh, fortunately, we brought a few towels. Yeah, so. I, I'd been kind of napping at the time, so eye mask on, line back, puddle, spring right up. Like, what? Puddle? <laughs> Like, it's fine, it's fine. He's like, don't tell me the tent's broken. We've not finished paying it off yet. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, it was, I'm, I'm kind of glad it stopped before. It kind of continued oh, for a little bit, but not the most of The fun stopped before time in, but yeah. there was still on and off rain. So, who wants to go bit. first? Do you want to start, Morgan, since we all scatter at before yeah. six, don't we? We barely saw each other at all throughout the entire event. No, we really didn't. Um, my first thing was, so I was with, so House Delac was represented this summit by uh, Sir Tristan Ackerman, the House Delac. Ooh, that was who's that guy? You? Uh, most glamorous man in Dawn. I thought uh, that was Sir... Uh, Oh, no, Jean. I thought oh, Jean. No, no, Jean is the most handsome man in the Empire. Ah. Uh, he was the second most handsome man in the Empire, and then... Um, He's gone up to first. Roderick, Roderick died. died, yeah. So, yeah. Um, then, we, so basically I was with, and then also Viridian, who's our spring mage, and Lady Lordine Dulac, who is our resident priest and noble. I feel like you should just be tied to Lady... Yeah, yeah, I basically, yeah. yeah. I, I was a slip of the tongue, but that was Ooh. fun. Um, so I was following um, Lady Lordine around, but basically also Viridian... We wanted to go to the hub because we needed to do a withdrawal from the Virtue Fund and because that's Lady Lordine can do that. And then also Viridian was running for a position. Okay. Um, so he wanted to go, go about seeing how he could do that because he's not done much hub stuff, I think. So that's the first thing we did. Um, what about you guys? Do you want to go next or shall I? I can go next, yeah. So I, I did... At first, I said that I didn't want to go to the national meeting because I hadn't really gotten anything out of those that the last time, really. But I thought, you know, I had nothing else to do. I wasn't sure where to go, and I figured the Apothecary Guild probably wouldn't be. Into, I, the Apothecary Guild meeting wasn't until half seven, so mm-hmm. I didn't think I didn't know if anyone would be there before then. And I ended up going to the national meeting anyway. But because of the on and off rain, it was a lot more brief. There was a skirmish at the same time, so there was less people there. And actually, it was. I feel like last time. From the most that I can remember, it was a lot of, oh, we're doing this, we need this much money, or we need these resources, like, please donate. And I was just like, well, I'm new, I, I can't. So, But this time, there was not only that, but there was also someone um, announced that they'd be giving a tour of the Empire. And they were meeting uh, just after the well, just after the national meeting. They were like, all right, if you see me, come and see me here, like, right straight away after, and then we'll go on a tour around the Empire for anyone who's new. And there's another house within uh, the Brass Coast. Who, um, I've seen them do it before as well, actually. They give out a little gift bag if it's your first time at Anvil. And I think there was like a little bracelet and five rings to buy yourself your first drink at Anvil. It's exciting. Which is, which is very nice, yeah. That's nice. And then I didn't know where to go after that disbanded, but it turns out there was people in the apothecary tent. So I popped my head in and I met the guild mistress. Oh, nice. Um, who's also the first person I've met in character from Highguard. So um. we had a lovely chat about apothecary and how the guild works. And I asked her if there's any local myths and legends around Highgard, and she was telling me all about the, uh, well, yeah, anything specific that she wanted to tell me about. Uh, she was telling me all about um, their winter solstice. Um, oh, what's it called? March of the Dead. March of the Dead, yeah, I thought so. 
So and she was telling me all about that and their sort of traditions around. Did she tell you about their bells? No. They love a bell to the high guard. <laughs> a little <laughs> dingly bell that gets rid of evil spirits. Mm. Dingly dong dong. Indeed. But yeah, um, so she seemed really nice and and she basically instructed me to come to the apothecary meeting to Have actually found the only up. nice high board in the le- empire. <sighs> Nietzsche. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. Uh, I've never met a highborn. Yeah, I was going to say. I've met a highborn. It's just rumours and haste. That, 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 that also felt like a very Nietzsche thing to say. Yeah. Like, doesn't know any of them, doesn't want to <laughs> make a sweeping <laughs> statement. Anything else? Um, well, I'll, we'll move on to Tom and they'll come back to me. So, it was a very interesting start for Uncle Nietzsche this time because. Unfortunately, at E3 at Zenith, I think I told this before, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. but I went and injured my ankle. It was either Zenith or Outer Maneuvers, and I think I ended up with a sprained ankle or tendonitis, one of the two. So, yeah. It was a pulled tendon. Pulled tendon, something like that. So it was very painful for a week after E3 for me to walk around. I had to take a week of work. Getting better, getting better, and the week of Empire... Walking to work after a thunderstorm, I slip, put all my weight down on my bad ankle twice on the same walk to work, and yeah, really buggered it up again. So unfortunately, Uncle Nietzsche's been hobbling around on a cane on a lot of painkillers this weekend. No, both of which sort of seem to suit your character. As yes. painkiller sort of. Added some intrigue. So don't do this at home, but I silly might have mixed a bit of codeine, had a bit of codeine, and some wine very soon after. To wash it down with. To wash it down yeah. with. Uh, soon after that, uh, I have a te- uh, runner to my tent at one of my jackdaws. It's Uncle Nietzsche, Uncle Nietzsche. I know we were meant to be going to the Debrechen's Ball, but there's an election. Gabriel Barossa has stood down as general. For those who don't know, Gabriel Barossa has been the general for years, and there's an election. There's someone from the National Bloc. There's someone from the Crimson Reapers. And I think there's a, another candidate who I heard that was said there was a joke candidate, but I'm not fully certain that. Uh, there's an armed bunch of Crimson Reapers at the election. What should we do? In response, it's like, hmm, this is my first choice as the leader of the Jolly Jack Door cartel. What does Uncle Nietzsche do? Bear in mind my judgment might have been a bit impeded. Right. We su- we show our support to the block. We're loyal to the block. Arm up, lads. We're going to sh- lads and ladies, I should say. Arm up. Flock. Yeah, yeah I was going to say men things. then. Sorry, didn't know this <laughs> Sorry, not lads. Men. Sorry, not men. Um, right, people with willies, no way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just cut that bit out. Yeah, cut the whole No, way. no, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh, that was my first choice as Uncle Nietzsche, so I had a bit of a minute to think, and then I decided, arm up my flock, we're going to sh- so- show our support to the block. So my little rabble of... Seven uh, or eight? About seven jackdaws, heavily girls. armed, mm. not armoured up though, and a couple of others all go marching down to this election as well. To show our support for the person in charge. And I think the best line of me being Uncle Nietzsche was, when getting there, I think this was due to being a bit fuzzy-headed, who are we supporting again? (laughs) And then march through, through, uh, what's it called? Senate. Not Senate. No. The Hub. The the Hub. The Hub. The Hub, to show our support to the candidates. Because we were guided through that way. Turned out where they guided to was behind the senators actually having the talks about who they're going to vote for. <laughs> oh, so no. the poor senators, and I'm so sorry about this, were all trying to have a nice debate <laughs> about who they were going to elect as the next uh, general for the league. Surrounded by rowdy jackdaws with by weapons. We, we weren't too rowdy, but we were just glaring with weaponry. <laughs> to which uh, one of the senators came up. We appreciate you coming out in support. This is a very rare occasion within the league. Unfortunately, we love your zeal, but we don't feel comfortable with having a bunch of heavily armed leaguers standing behind us menacingly. We are happy to have you at the election, but please do go back through the hub, put your weapons in a nice pile, and just stand and show your candidates some quiet support. In the meantime, it was currently raining, but... 
we don't want to come across as an unruly guild, so we went and did that and just showed our support for the block. Yeah. The, the Reapers had moved on by this point as well, so we, yeah, it's safe, we'll put the weapons down. But a couple of did just kind of keep their knives and hands and knives as that was going on. Hmm. So, That's yes, my first job as Nietzsche might have come across as a bit heavy-handed. <laughs> yeah, maybe just a, just a touch. Just, just, a, just a touch. Completely by accident. It was a lot of fun, though, and felt right. very immersive. The maybe. rain coming down at the same time. I wonder if that's part of the reason that almost everyone I mentioned your name to at Anvil recognised the name Nietzsche, if even if they'd not met you. Oh, I've heard of him. <laughs> I have to say, it was the most explosive start to a trip to Anvil I've ever had. It was a very good start. Was it shortly after that that we met? It was shortly after that because... Uh, I thought it was time for a drink after that. Mm. Fifteen yeah. minutes into you're, the game, you're not mixing off chemicals. I have realised the majority of the time I saw you was outside the Boar's Head. I was at the This was the actual Empire. I was at the Boar's Head the least. Uh, yeah, but that was the only time I ever saw you. Was where I was going past I the Boar. Well, quite a bit at dawn actually this time. It was, it was often. Oh, I suppose I was thinking it was on the road past Navarre that we saw each other a lot. We we saw each other a lot in very Mine, various different yeah. stages of passing. Yeah. But yeah, we were having our first Jackdaw meeting mm-hmm. in person. So most of the Jackdaws haven't met in person since we kind of came up with the idea of the Jackdaws. So this is when we wanted to, in character, brush out what we wanted to be, what we wanted to do, what we wanted to stand for, uh, let the people know our rules. Rules are very loosely based. Uh, and tell them about... Guidelines. Guidelines, yes. <laughs> uh, and tell them that if they want to be a member, they will have to pay the bursary fee. So we have a little coffer. We don't charge much to be one of us. We might need to charge more. But hey, we'll do that in the future. But we ask our members to put a crown in the box or some equipment or resources so the guild can start to grow and pay for anything that we need to do. The money won't go to me personally. This money will be spent on the guild to hopefully grow. Unfortunately, that money didn't last very long, but we'll go into that later. Uh, it was at the stage of the meeting that you came walking by on business. Yeah, no, basically I was pursuing um, some stuff to do in my syndicate, which may have been uh, threatened by some plans uh, from some Eternal. So I was kind of on business trying to find out details of the name of the syndicate and the people that hold it. And I thought, at this point, I want to show you my glorious flock and introduce them to a good friend of Uncle Nietzsche. Yeah, marching past at the corner of my eye. Very much, it was a very funny moment. A moment I often have at Anvil of Morgan going, oh, it's Tom. And then Tristan going, no, it's Nietzsche, it's Nietzsche. And try, I, I kind of, I was trying to do that thing where I was like, obviously trying to avoid your eye, but also catch it. So I was trying to go past like, oh no, I don't want him to see me. And then but I want saw, you to see me. Yeah, exactly. And then you saw me, I was like, oh, fuck. Um... I love that you always have the same disappointed face <laughs> when you like, see me. It's a... <laughs> it was a lot of fun. So I, I got to introduce you to my flock, and then we got to have a little shouting match, which was fantastic, which really oh, took them I really all wish off I was guard. There. So keen listeners will know that uh, Tristan offered a space in his hayloft for Nietzsche for, I think, a night. I think I've been there for numerous years at this point. I thought it was months. Wow. I was like three months. Okay, it would have been months because it was between winter oh, yeah. and spring. Uh, I thought it was the long dark. We it met. was, but that was autumn and so it's at most three months, oh, right? okay, yeah. Because you were, I believe what we said was you were marching back from the armies after yeah. autumn, fell outside my, my barn and then all of a sudden you were living there. For I said a night, three months later, here he is. Um, anyway, Tristan sold his farm after the last summit because he wanted to take his military units to war, his soldiers, his farmers to war, um, and did tell Nietzsche that he'd moved out. He hadn't told Nietzsche he moved out. He said, on a drunken night round Anvil, celebrating our victory after our trip to Zenith, that you can use that barn for anything you want, I, any time. I, I, I absolutely didn't. <laughs> so, Uncle Nietzsche, being the loving, caring citizen that he is, wanted to spread prosperity for anyone he can help, decided to help a poor, leagueish man he found in the pub in downtime. The floods were coming, he was worried about his stock, so I thought, I'll help him. I'll help him get his stock out of his uh, shop and move it to Tristan's barn where he can sell it. 
The owner of the Lusty Liga was very happy for this. And so, whilst Tristan was away, the uh, cooked cockerel was opened. One of the finest smut stops in, uh, shops in wherever you live. It was Semal in Dawn, which was selling, uh, as far as I understand it, both lewd cont- uh, uh, magazines and... Uh, Statues of the Empresses in the various stages of undress. Statues of Empress Lizabetta. Yes. Uh, <laughs> to which a horrified Lord such and such from Dawn burst into his barn <laughs> and end scene. Yeah. Um, so you confronted me about this uh, in front of all your drag girls, none of whom knew what was going on because you went, why didn't you tell me you sold your damn farm to which before you even finished, I was like, I did tell you, you old fool. What are you talking about? No, no one knows how old Uncle Nietzsche is. Not even Uncle Nietzsche. But no. it was just very funny because all your dractors turned around and went, what is this? It was so funny. Um, it was a very good moment. That's probably the most immersive role play we've ever done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely human, but also not my barn, not my problem. Try not to laugh <laughs> our heads off. Uh, I sold it through the civil service, so it's not my problem. I, I, don't, I didn't speak to the Lord, who I don't even know who owns my farm now. Um, I just imagine Uncle Nietzsche, he opened the door, Cheese it! <laughs> 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 I like to think maybe Nietzsche did know I'd sold the farm, but you were like, I can get away with this, it's fine. I can do it. Um, oh no, he's here a day early. Oh, that was very funny. Um, I do remember why I was moving very quickly, though, and I did speak to you for too long. Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Entirely my fault, but I had to get to Earl's Council. Okay. But before I went to Earl's Council, I had to get girded up for battle, because I was going to be battling. Oh, sorry I'm late. I was arguing about a crazy man about smut. It was so... Because I literally... I ran... Um, well, I jogged back to my tent, started to get girded, and I always get dressed, and I always forget about my griefs. I was like, fuck! So I was like... I was running down to Earl's Council, my griefs in my hands, in my chainmail for half seven. Um, I did get there in time. So the, this summer I was the advocate for Earl Talibrin, so I was able to kind of speak on that, uh, behalf of Alistair Black. Um, and I was very conscious that I wanted to get there on time. Mm. Um, and I'll talk about Earl's Council in a bit. Do you want to have a... Yeah, go on then. What were you up to at uh, this point? Yeah, so as I, say, I was speaking with some with the girl from Trust of the Apothecary Guild, and at this point it was about ten past seven. We'd been talking for a good half hour. It was a lovely chat. And then she had to meet with the sort of higher-up members in the guild briefly before the formal Apothecary Guild um, meeting was. So I had to wander off and find something to do for 20 minutes. So I almost immediately ran into some freeborn people that I'd met um, during the national meeting or as we were waiting around for it. And they invited me to take to go join them at Loomis, uh, oh, actually, nice. funnily enough, which is one of our favourite tea rooms. It's in Wintermark. So I wandered off with them. We got there. I picked out what I wanted, then promptly realised that my coin was not in my bag. So I had to come all the way back to League from Wintermark uh, to get it. And they were like, oh, no, it's all right. Well, we'll just buy you a drink and, you know, we'll sort it out. And I was like, no, no, I'm freeborn. Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't owe you a drink or anything like that, no. Um, so, yes, I had, by this point, I think by the time I'd realised it was like 20 past seven. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I've got to be at that meeting uh, for half seven but I've just met these people and I don't want to not spend a bit of time with them and get to know them my whole goal um, this was to meet more freeborn sorry Tom I do find it funny that you bought an in- we bought an in-character tent so we could be close to the action yeah. and not have to march to get our stuff exactly but because you were in Wintermark well, you, were you had to march all the way back to the league I'd been setting up my little apothecary stall and making sure I had everything ready for the, yeah. the when I made my potions first time on Saturday morning and put my coin box in there and it's the second time I've done it, actually. Only this time I was further away. It just would have been so funny if we were out of character. And... <sighs> yeah, so I did I did run. Yeah, because if we were out of character ca- um, camp the where we were the, first, the time. first time, I would have been right next door. It would have been no problem. There is, so... nothing, there is nothing more annoying than being Anvil when you've got so little time in yeah. of being, I've now got to spend the next 20 minutes to get my coin. It's yeah. So, well, so I ran up and then I ran back and I managed to get a small um, glass of, Spice rum from Lumi, um, which was very nice, and I had a little chat with the freeborn that, I were, that as I said, I bumped into. Unfortunately, I didn't really see much of them for the rest of the event, and oh, okay. had to toddle off. I just I decided that I'd just be a little bit late for the Apothecary Guild meeting because really, what I wanted was to get to the where, at the end of the Apothecary Guild meeting when I could talk about actually 
um, gaining membership. So I wasn't so bothered about missing the lowdown on what the Apothecary Guild is as I'd just spoken to the guild mistress about how it all works. Um, and then I got there and if you've not heard of the Apothecary Guild before, basically you pay, it's about a crown a year. So because it was the autumn summer, they said it's five rings if you want to have a membership for this summer and then at the beginning of each year we say a crown so obviously if you join in the summer event then it would be 10 rings so it's like goes down five rings each time okay and what you get for that is you get put in their little book and people come to ask the apothecary guild to make them certain potions they write down the commissions they provide the herbs as much as possible so you don't have to provide any herbs yourself you just make the potion you take the little pack where it says what they want you to make and take you the herbs and you make the potions, bring them back, and you get 10 rings for your time, basically. So, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. So as long as you do a couple of commissions within the year, you've at least made your money back. Unfortunately, they didn't have commissions at any point that I went there uh, this weekend. Apparently, it's either there's loads of commissions or there's not many. So, But that's fine. It was also nice just to get the role play, you know, actually going to the guild and talking. And It was something else to do, somewhere else to pop in and have a chat and see what was going on. So I've joined their little little book of apothecaries, which is quite nice. Who runs it? Um, Where are they from, do you know? Well, the High Guards. Oh, High Guards. Yeah, of course. Um, so she is the guild mistress, and then she's got sort of a deputy as well, who I think is also from High Guard. Okay. And it's the person she was meeting with just before the event. Oh, sorry, just before the meeting. And then after that, I think I just toddled off down to the boar's head which it's just my go-to if I don't know where to go and it's also it's a place where I I know enough people that frequent there or will, it's I mean it's a one place where people walk past anyway um but I know enough people that frequent there that if I've got if I'm on my own I figure I'd probably meet all the people there did you ever watch Cheers I think like Nietzsche and Lapita from uh, like from uh the show Cheers when Norm always walks in and everyone in the box is like no yeah. Because we're, we're always there so much. We don't I mean, drink in our own nations. We always drink in this Navari bar. Yeah, I practically work at that Navari bar, actually. We both worked at that Navari bar. Yeah, I think it seems I always have a little bit of time where I'm covering there. Um, I don't think I did on the Friday night, though. I did meet a couple of Navari, because even though I keep saying that I want to meet more Freeborn, I always end up hanging around with Navari. You know what, you know what the Navari would say? Mm? That means the great dancers leading you to the Oh, really? Yeah, well, to be fair, that's pretty much what they did say. Um, I knew it. <laughs> yeah. And funnily enough, one of them mentioned that he could make Goose Whisper, which is something I... It's a potion that I'd not heard of prior to the event, but at, that actually one of the jackdaws had been asking me about earlier that day. So, I don't know about this. My jackdaws tra- taking drugs? Never. No. Well, is Goose Whisper illegal? No, it's not no, illegal. It's in... The potion that gives you a vision of the future, and it's something that will happen at that event, and apparently it's given to you by an ancestor. Um, and I've got full notes on what his vision was, but I will leave that till the Saturday because that's when he actually had. Well, that's where I actually spoke to him about it. Okay, I would like to know mechanically how that works. But... A referee. What do they? I'm so intrigued. Yes. Morgan's um, been so running. Give you, me goose whispers. I you need can, to do this. You can make the potion, obviously, without a referee. But then if you want to take the potion, you need to have a referee. And they'll tell... I, I assume they tell you the vision. I wasn't there for him taking the potion. But part of the stipulation of... Um, part of the cost was that he would have to tell the person who made the potion. And part of my cost as a freeborn... It's like, because I've made you a connection here. I want to know what's happened. So And also, obviously, now that I'm starting to write for the Boar's Head newspaper, The Reckoning... I thought, oh, well, um, the more stories I can get, the better. Though I don't think I'll actually publish this one because I don't think it'd be of general interest within, you know, in character. But out of character, it's definitely something that I will be telling you at length about I know uh, when we start talking about the Saturday. I know he didn't have the peacock vision that quite a no. few people were having. He had yeah. something different. Uh, I had, I, yeah, that because that I did get mentioned on the Friday night. Was it night. a peacock with maggots in its eyes, people oh, I, I heard un- like an undead peacock. Some people who took the ghost whisper on the Friday night saw an undead peacock. Um, but I don't know what relevance that had. Because this is the thing, that they're, they're not very literal. Um, they It's more like a dream where it's all very... Um, symbolic. Symbolic, yeah. I am. So. I need to get myself some goose whisper. Well, we bumped into... I'm gonna, it, this, this did happen on the Saturday, but I bumped into an orc who was looking to sell goose whisper because he had bought, assumably, all the goose whisper in the Empire. He had about 27 potions of goose whisper. So... <laughs> 
Um, if you wander off to the orc camp, it should be quite easy to find. Otherwise, I know, I've got I'm my friend. really interested to know how the Synod feels about that, because they're usually not very happy about future-telling stuff, so it'll be good to... Mm, well, I don't know. No, I know, I just yeah, say it would be That good. is an interesting it question, good, to be fair. It would be good to find out, because I know that like fortune-tellers often have to say stuff like, we're only playing a card game, yeah. not doing the future-telling, because that's bad. So Yeah, interested. exactly, so I don't know. That's fun. That was a good point, really. Um, but yes, the Navari who I hung, um, who I met at the Boar's Head. So I don't know if you saw me walking around with two Navari for the majority of the weekend. Well, there was definitely one. one. Yeah. yeah, there was. I that saw you with both of them. Yeah. Inviting them back to our house. Yeah, I'm gonna we invite them to come play Dungeons and Dragons with us out of character. Like, at some point over the long dark, because why not? Um, but yeah, so I, I'd met them on the Friday night and then ended up hanging out with them all the whole weekend because uh, obviously I'd arranged. For them, this goose whisper to be made, and they didn't know who they were giving it to. So I was like, you know what, meet me here ten o'clock tomorrow as soon as time in, and we'll I'll take you to the Jolly Jack doors, and we'll find the person, and we'll make arrangements. So I, well, I think I might we might have bumped into Reiner during the evening and discussed it, and but it wasn't made till the next day. Reiner gets around a bit, <laughs> absolutely. Um, and then there wasn't much more that I did. Um, Oh, uh, we popped over to the Apothecary Guild to see if there were any commissions already, but there wasn't, as I've already said. But yeah. we met an Orazeni who was in the search for some green iron along with other materials, and I knew that you were looking to sell some green iron, so I made um, arrangements to meet them. Where did you get green iron from? I got it in my trade pack a couple of times, mm. so some some ritual or something must have happened to legish businesses. Sweet. Yeah. I don't, I don't make things, so... I'm happy to sell stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Extra I'm, booze money. I think it would be good, though, because as you build your guild out, to have stuff like that for you, if you're getting the arts out. Well, actually, on the very last uh, day, on the Sunday, Ryan's like, right, I need one more green iron oh, so I can do no. this. Like, it just so happens I saved one oh, for this occasion. That's so good. Yes, Brilliant. That's fantastic. So I'm out of green iron yeah, now, but so I've made I've made some coin and I've made people happy. So, it um, appears I'm very much coming, becoming a person who knows so many people around the empire are looking to buy and sell things that I'm starting to connect people. You're becoming a broker. <laughs> I'm becoming a broker, yes. So I'm going to need to start charging for that service, I think. <laughs> uh, and there wasn't much else that I did, but obviously spending a bit of time with them and then me and Jack ended up wandering around and we were literally, it was too cold to sit down anywhere, so we walked around in circles what must have been at least 20 times around the entirety of Anvil, um, just chatting mm. um, yeah, so that was that was basically my Friday. Good night. vibes around Anvil. Yeah, it was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, the one thing I will say, if you're going in March or September, bring thick uh, cloaks or something oh, yes. warm to wear, or even long johns put underneath because it does get very cold at mm. night. That was one thing with the national meeting. I'd gone without my cloak, stupidly, as the rain was on and off. And just before the national meeting started, I had to run back again to the league to get my cloak. If only I'd realised then that my coin box was also at the tent, I could have picked that up as well. Mwah, mwah, mwah. <laughs> oh, well. Right, I suppose I shall get on to one of my shenanigans next. Uh, well, it, this I have to put on my darling first recruit other than Sultan Reiner. So the first recruit to the Jackdaws, Modesto who I think is now a captain. I've made him one of my four leads to the Jackdaws. Nice. Who's head of contracts had already got us a contract. Nice. And this one I very much like. So, the uh, the Jackdaws were hired to fight a love duel in Dawn. <laughs> in the Glory Square. So, yeah, the Jackdaws have even now fought in the Glory Square. Seemed pretty open for everyone, really. Should be in the Glory a, Hall. Uh, oh. There's a pub in. Uh, I'm sorry, that was low hanging fruit, but a, I have no, to but take there it. is a tavern in Dawn called the Glory Hall, so it exists. Oh. Everyone make, make the joke. Go to the tavern. <laughs> I mean, we to... need to go to that tavern. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to go. Uh, but yes, uh, they hired the whole of the Jackdaws to go and help them fight this love duel. Uh, I, think, I think it was for the hand of a brass coast girl. Uh, I'm not sh entirely sure what we fight for. We just get paid to do a job. So you are the league. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Got all my flock to armour up and march out to dawn, which we had a few drinks at Wise Guys to limbar ourselves up and prepare. Unfortunately, old Uncle Nietzsche wasn't getting into his heavy armour to take part. He was there to supervise and raise morale. But the contract did mean I got to use 
my pre-printed contracts. Huzzah. Mm. So that they were very well worth uh, printing off. Uh, and Kerry there was very kind to coffee stain them, so they all look very nice and in character. And, and Microsoft Word has some lovely, like, just fonts, fonts to use. Uh, so we were hired by House Cordraco, by uh, one of their members, Purnell, to fight this duel. A lovely Dornishman I met in a past life when he was in the league. Uh, yeah, he was one of the first people I met at E1 this year preparing okay. for the skirmish. He gave me some armour. And then was, died. And then died. I, was, I hadn't paid for it. So, yes, he heard of the jackdaws and wanted to hire us for our skill and bravado. For the cost of a favour he would owe us worth a throne, we would fight for him in this arena battle. And he got us for a bargain because he got seven jackdaws for that throne. That is really cheap. That's like just over a crown per jackdaw. Just over a crown per jackdaw, but it's, you don't, you no fear of death in this, really. Yeah, that's And true. we all want to get our name out there. Yeah. It's all for good fun. If you charge high prices and no one knows your name, you're not going to get anywhere, I feel. Very true. You need to build your customer base. Build your customer base. And this felt like such a fun little side quest. Yeah, absolutely. Because after waiting a while, I think the person who was on the Bra- uh, Brasco side who was uh, going to fight this duel was actually at the hospital. So needed to go and round up his fighters. Mm. When he got there, he was faced with five or six heavily armed Dornish. Seven heavily armed jackdaws versus his five recruits from uh, the Brass Coast. <laughs> so... Everyone's limbering up, preparing a few complaints for the preborn that this might not exactly be fair in sporting. Doesn't matter. Us saying it's not our problem. Yeah. <laughs> we got paid to be here. We Absolutely. didn't get top of the rules. Uh, Mr. Salt and dear old Reiner went and found their old Nietzsche a bench and brought it into the glory square to which he could sit with his cane looking very proudly. And decided, you know what, this is the first contract to the Jackdaws. I lit up a cigar and sat and smoked whilst oh, I watched I this wish duel. I have a photograph of this. A nice little silhouette photo. Just you go, ah, the Jackdaws. <laughs> my, my, my proud flock. <laughs> it, it was great because uh, Salt said he was looking around and just saw my silhouette oh, in the background. So he could just see the orange from wow. the uh, cigar. So and yeah. The fight was over in about two minutes. The freeborn fought very well. Someone got the one of my jackdaws got his legs cleaved off, but oh hey ho, he got it fixed. But the best bit is, my personal favourite bit is, after they'd been screaming, "This was unfair. This isn't right. We need a rematch." We offered to hire ourselves out to the brass coast, and they've accepted our contract. Hey. So they're going to be hiring us to do the exactly exactly the same duel in reverse. At E1 next oh, year. Oh, it's so funny. With a stipulation in the contract that we can't go then and fight for House Cordraco to reverse the reverse. Mm. So so I, it's not going to keep going back and forth with you just fighting. and. Well, the, the stipulation only lasts for one season. So if someone brings it up again in future events, Wait, we so can be hired. You're going to do the fight in the winter solstice. In the winter solstice. And then if they want to hire you again in the spring, then they can Potentially, it's all up in the air. It might be done, but I just love the fact that we've instantly got a contract again out of the same contract That's doing so exactly funny. the opposite thing we did. After the fight, we all go back to Wise Guys. I run back to my tent to get some more pre made contracts so we could then do it with the Freeborn. Uh, Modesto did that, to which we all had drinks at Wise Guys. Do you know what time this was? The half eight so it was around nine o'clock okay that's fine because i was gonna say it'd be funny because i think it would be funny if we'd been in dawn at the same time then because about half seven where i like i was in uh earl's council yeah yeah yeah, i wish you were there i think you would have loved it uh but it was um i was at earl's council uh which was run by the house of fools which was a really interesting affair so there was all sorts of um uh, the fools being like, you are only allowed to speak when we tell you to speak. If you don't, you will get a punishment. You're only allowed to speak whilst this, uh, this it, when you only have a minute to speak. And it's sand time, we'll say, well, when you're right out of time, or if I get bored, I will tell you to stop. Yeah. They, they are dressed like jesters and stuff. It's really, really good. I love it. I absolutely love the House of Fools. Uh, and then they got sick of people saying the word barons. 
So they were like, from now on, if you don't, you're not allowed to call it the Barrens. You have to call it that awkward wasteland. And if you don't, you'll get a punishment. And punishments were things like you have to speak in rhyme, you have to sing, you have to dance whilst you speak. It was very so it was a very interesting girls' council that ended very quickly. It sounds a very silly place. Uh, yeah, well, it's the House of Fools. Um, I need to go. They're very funny. They're like uh, they're they're really, there's like the how the Earl of Fools and the Herald of Fools, and they're both very entertaining. Um, and whilst this council was going on, uh, I won't go into too much depth, but the generals wanted door they came to Earl's council to beseech us to do something to support their armies. Um, I um, so I was advocating for Earl Talbrin and our I had spoken to the members of Dulac and we wanted to do something different and we wanted Dawn to do something different. I won't say what it is here, but we wanted to take a different course of action. Uh which sent um a bit felt like a bit of annoyance through the council because people really wanted to basically Dawn was going to the Barons and they went, well, they said they were if they still are. Everyone was like, We should go to the Barons and I was just there, a little humble yo folk being like I I think we should do something else. Um, I didn't is, say it like that. I said it quite quite a bit more like. Which is uh, strange for you because you were frothing for the barons at E three. I have a lot of icy opinions um, about that, uh, which I'll be talking to you ad nauseum. Um, but I, I still think we should um, at the end of the day. But just I don't think the time was right. But I had like a little passage written out that I said, um, and a lot of people. And then when I realised that a lot of people were like, no, we're doing this, I changed tactic over the weekend. I'll talk about them more on Saturday. Um, but Earl's Council was really interesting, um, given the fools were running it. Um, and then it was time for my skirmish. Oh, you actually got to go on a skirmish this time. Yeah. Um, so this was, I believe a lot of the skirmishes were to help the Sunday battle. I hear that a lot of the skirmishes were hell. They were. So it was my first skirmish I've ever done in the dark. Ooh. Um, so it was... It was not pitch black, but you couldn't see without a light, really. Um, and we were going to Zenith to take stop a ritual, basically. Um, that was a lot of what these were. The, the Druze were going to use on the Sunday to help fuck us up. So we were like, right, let's go. Let's fix it. Let's, let's sort them out. Um, it didn't go very well. Oh, no. Um, Did you done goof? No, it was just overwhelming. It was so we got there and we were like, we need to get to the ritual and sort it out. Um, and uh, we went in. It was dark. We couldn't see anyone. Um, and it, we were people going down. At one point, one of the lords of dawn was uh, thought they were surrounded by imperial soldiers. It wasn't until they noticed. It was very quickly that they were oh. No, these are orcs, and they had to sprint back because you couldn't see people's faces. Mm. Um, uh, it was chaos. that was shouting. It was rough. It was rough. Um, a Dornish noble, no, a Dornish knight errant fell on the field um, who was starting an exorcism unit with Lady Lordine and um, someone else from Dawn um, that uh, were putting together, and he fell. So that was like awful for the the group we were putting together, and then he was he's fairly well known in Dawn, so it was really sad. Um, came off the field, wasn't a success. We weren't able to stop the ritual, and then as I came out the Sentinel Gate, I felt strange. Oh no! no. Couldn't see color. Oh, you were. Cursed. You didn't need an exorcist. I heard you? whispers in my ear of uh, inciting violence, and there was a brawl outside the gate. Ooh. Um, now this brawl was kept we kept to be regulated who was coming out because people would come out of the gate, scream and start attacking. Uh I didn't want to be near there, it was pissing me off. So I moved past them all and kept walking. No one noticed me. Just left. Seething. Sword in hand. I'm really annoyed. And as I'm walking past a freeborn guy that catches my eye and I catch his. I just turn, I'm like, what? He's like, you're alright, friend. I'm like, who are you? What's that to you? Why are you asking? He kind of was like, calm down. Where have you just come off the battlefield? I said, who cares? Who's just asking? What's wrong with you? Why are you speaking? What business is it of yours? Uh, if, and you're listening, uh, the person who did it, it was the, who encountered the very angry changeling after the skirmish at 30 I want to apologise if I got two in your face. I've been trying to find you I was just going to say, like... Because it was quite intense in the dark. Uh, if you reach out to me, if, if you're listening... I'd like to apologise because that was really intense, but I was very caught up in it. It sounds like he knew what was going on, though, at least. Like, I was thinking, if you'd stormed off and you'd gone sort of, you know, a bit further and you'd just walked 
past someone who didn't know anything about He was asking on. very probing questions. Yeah. So I knew he knew. Yeah. And then when he said he, he screamed for an exorcist, I drew a sword and cleaved his leg and continued to walk off. My and this God. guy's on the ground going, exorcist, physic, help! And then walk up, he's on the floor. Two people run towards me, highborn, cleave, cleave their legs as they go down there on the floor as I keep oh running gosh. off. Um, that's fantastic and as I continue to go all of a sudden the high guards start coming down on <laughs> me and I'm like I'll have you cleave like, that's all my hero points gone yeah. I'm like absolutely raging as people start to surround me walloping them and a mage comes up to me chanting I go what the fuck are you doing and tangle he says he hits me so then I'm stuck waving my <laughs> arms out trying to grab people uh, with my sword calling them all cowards um, I forgot entangle only lasted for 10 seconds oh. I was longer than I should have been yeah. but then the high guard came down on me and just I was like on the ground shouting, screaming. And then they I think they got a bit confused because I was down on zero hits, but obviously yeah. you're not unconscious at that point. Yeah. They were trying to make me unconscious and I was like, that's not how this works. So I just kept screaming, fuck you. Yeah. Go away, you cowards, I'll have you all. Um, until eventually the next came out. Did you over. say fuck you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I, it's definitely against swearing at Empire. Oh, no, it's just... I don't really hear people swear again. Oh, so just, uh, yeah. They I imagine was... you arriving on the Oh, no, I swear all the time. Yeah, I was yeah. telling them, I was, and then this exes came along, and then <laughs> saved me. I went, and then I went, oh, no. <laughs> so, take me to the hospital because I my legs were gone. Yeah. One of my arms was gone, like cleaved. I was on zero hits. I was picturing the Black Knight from Monty Python. Yeah, basically, I was on zero hits. I had no limbs left, and they were like dragging me back to the hospital. And I was like, oh, saved by fucking highball. Not realising it was highborn carrying me. <laughs> and then I went, oh. <laughs> As I was oh like, God. dragged away to the tent, they threw me on the floor. <laughs> that sounds like some really intense roleplay. I don't know yeah. how I would do with uh, playing a curse, because I'm a very happy person, it generally. Was, cr- it was I really crazy. wish I was there, and you would have cleaved me. And I'd just been like, why? <laughs> I wonder, in deep down in the soul, were you marching to Nietzsche to finally kill him? No, I was, all int- that shit. I was intending to get to Dawn uh, um, to kick off there, but um, it was it was really it was a really cool. That moment. sounds that, fantastic. That is amazing. I wanted because I didn't want to fight the gate because it was quite boring. Because you fight, you go down some hell. Yeah. I was like, no, let's keep going. See how far, see how I can far get. you can get. Yeah. Because like, you're right though. If I go into Anvil proper, right? You yeah. can cause nowhere near the hospital. No one knows what's going on. There's just this changeling kicking <laughs> off, which changelings do anyway. Yeah. Everyone been like, what the hell is I'm just walloping people. I wonder how long it would have taken for people to realise had you not been spotted by someone who yeah. knew what was going on. Like, if you'd got, like, into Dawn... Can you imagine if someone had executed me? Yeah. Can you imagine? If that's how you died. Fuck. Um, I, I, you know, respect for the bravery of, you know, wanting to, like, push the roleplay that far. Absolutely wild. Really enjoyed it. Uh, can It's like getting a traumatic wound. I can admire getting... I can advise getting cursed. It's good fun. Yeah, yeah, it sounds, it sounds like a little fun. prize. Yeah, um, and then I went down when I was at the hospital. A child did surgery on me. Oh, uh, and I was like, oh, I assume you're fully trained. Yes, you know, actually, um, I actually had like, a chance to interview two child physics oh, as did well. You? Yeah, so we, it might have been someone I interviewed. To be fair, she was like, sorry, girl. Oh, and she, and I said, are you trained professional? She goes, yes, I am. And the person next to me goes, it's me you have to be afraid of. I smell this. I like, <laughs> uh, kept giving me like smelling salts to smell and stuff so it felt better. Um, so I, get, I got to go to the hospital again. I love going to I've hospital. I've never been to the hospital. It's so much fun. It's it's really good fun, especially when a child's operating on you. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Um, they're like, just go push this back in. It was good fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, well, next, I suppose I was still having drinks at Wise Guys. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah whilst you were, whilst I was saving the empire, yeah, you're having a bad. If you had made it all the way to dawn, I could have killed them. You could have. Oh, that would have been interesting. I was also surrounded by a whole load of jackdaws. Could you imagine oh, yeah, the, the jackdaws, jackdaws was... would have taken you down? Yeah, you were unarmed, right? I was unarmed. Leave you here. <gasps> Zero hits, bleeding out. Hopefully, wouldn't have had time to execute. I would. Oh, I don't think I'd have executed. I don't think I'd have done. You don't have any physics in the jackdaws, though, do you? Well, I've recruited a couple of physics now. Oh, well, yeah, but you didn't then. Well, Not was, at that point. I also don't think I would have got that far. I think no, everyone yeah. would have been like... You, you're in a pub full of knives you and swords. If the jackdaws have already seen you having a shouting match with um, yeah. with Nietzsche, and they, they wouldn't have thought that it was anything more than that. That could have been an executional offence. They were shouting each other earlier. Yeah. He's just murdered the snap. Yeah. It's it, using curse as an excuse. There's also an execution takes five seconds. So if, yeah. I, I would have, I would have had to, it, it, it would have had to act. If someone hadn't stopped me in time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
the definition. But yes, I was at uh, <laughs> Wise Guys. Me and my flock were having a celebratory drinks, looking for our coffers, celebrating. Not, not, not that we got paid for this yet. It was a favour worth a throne. Uh, but whilst we were having a drink, the Leagueish Egregore came past. Uh, one of them, anyway. Uh, yeah. Holly Quinn hadn't had permission to mention his name, but it's an Egregore. So I was going to say the Egregore fine, was the yeah. Uh, their, their name's on the website. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> the Harlequin came by, and the Harlequin asked me to show the Jackdaw's prosperity and buy him a drink. In doing so, he wanted some of the fanciest drinks, and Reiner spent two thrones, our entire coffers, on the Harlequin's drink. Or at least that's what Reiner says. Well, well Reiner also sold Goose Whisper. In fact, that was when he sold it, when you were at Wise Guys. You mean Reiner sold or bought Goose Bought, bought Goose Whisper, yeah. sorry, because that's when I brought my friend Well, this should have a 50% discount. Should have. Because you, had, you were owed a, owed a favour. Or would you rather have the favour? I'd rather... Well, the favour comes into our own tomorrow. Oh, okay. Just to clarify, Goose Whisper's four crowns. Yes. Uh, but yeah, two, two thrones. I, I was like, ouch, that hurt my soul. But even more interesting, we had a... Dornish lady approached us and asked us if we would assassinate a Varushkin oh. for her. And this, at this point, I'm sitting there thinking, how, how crooked are the jackdaws? Um, how bad are we willing to yeah, go? Let, we, where's the line? Let's look for this line. And I said, no. We're not assassins or murderers. We are mercenaries and guilders. If in theory you wanted to assassinate, I hear someone, I hear there may be some Navari who can help. There may be a guild there. We don't know. You could go and try ask them. Oh my goodness. So she goes off. We look around. Oh my god. We discuss it. And we decide to tell the Rushkin, who's on the op- opposite table to us, that there is an assassination plot on his life. Oh my god. He gets quite flustered. Leaves the bar, or I think he left the bar, or at least was protect more protected by his uh, people. And yeah, that was it for the night. But things are going to get more interesting about that plot tomorrow. Yeah, that. that is and this is ordeal. one of the things I love about Empire. Mm. One line of dialogue, one little Shades thing can, yeah, that isn't written by PD can shape hours of gameplay. So, so good. There's just so much going on all at the same time. Like, as you know, obviously we'll cover during this podcast, we were all doing different things. And I'm sure there's all points where we were all doing good role play and really interesting things and all very separate and unredempted to each other. And that's just examples. Yeah, that's the lo- that's the thing about Empire. Unlike a video game or a and d game where you're playing with your friends, you're all in very different places and mm. have no idea what you're doing. And it literally is an open world. <laughs> exactly. It's weird to think you're off cleaving Highborn and I'm having you getting bankrupt by the Harley Quinn. And that was, it was, it, I've always said that, I said, I said this in the last one, mm. like when we were at battle and you're in tea houses, it's crazy yeah. that it's happening at the same event. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but we were talking to a, um, one of the guys who works for Crew who was saying that like, by design, it's like the battle yeah. isn't all of it, you can do it if you want to. I yeah. think that was really good fun. Unless my memory has deleted something. I am very tired, so I could have forgotten something. Mm. I think the last thing I did proper that night was go to the Merchant Prince's meeting at 11. Mm. So, it was very good to go again. Instead of taking Salt, who's not that interested in the political game of Empire or knowing the cogs of the League because he's my bodyguard, I decided to take Reiner, my guild's accountant. Uh... So we go to the guild meet, uh, Merchant Prince's meeting. It's all going quite well, usual shebang. Uh, I learned that in order to make a motion in the uh, Merchant Prince's meeting, you need to pay a crown. So for the established guilds, that's that's all right for us. Jesus, can we afford a crown to make a statement? Not that we have any statements yet to make. We're quite a rubbunctious little uh, gathering of people. We don't really have much political stance yet. I think we are getting a bit political in some regards, but that's more towards the military game of things. I didn't particularly perk up in the meeting until the quartermaster of the Empire 
no, not the Empire, the League stood up, he's the National Block, should I say, and asked all people in the League to fill out his census, Can we so we can track who has what, what needs to be uh, ascertained for the National Block in order to give further support, who needs money, who doesn't need money. Because a lot of the National Block can't really afford to go keep going to battle and fighting because we don't get paid. The mercenaries get paid so they can cover the costs. Uh, the, Nas- the League National Block do it for the pride and prosperity sake for fighting for the Emperor. Mm. Not the Emperor. Empire. The Empire. The Empire. The Empire. But yes, uh, to which it very much split the Merchant Prince's group. A lot of them didn't believe that the bravos were as poor as we said but that might be because they support their bravos they give them money the bravos could be established characters who've been playing for years but for new players or newer bravos who come in where you barely have anything to cover the costs of getting potions getting anointed getting liao all the things we need we can be wiped out just doing that yeah uh, i think i can understand i understand I think from an OC perspective, I think I see. I don't know. It's complicated. It's making great political game, it though. It's it's. I think it's really interesting because the whole thing of the league is you get paid for your work, but your national block is like we are here for the nation. So one might argue, well, if you're here for the nation, don't get paid. Other imperial armies don't get paid for taking the field. Why would you be any different? I guess is is it's the stand. Yeah, the stance. Um, but at the same time, I can understand you like this is internal league politics, though. I'm like, ooh, this. I've not really been that interested in the Pillowcake game. I keep going to forget to go and vote for my senator. Yeah. I get lost and bored in the conversation about yeah. all this different politics. Maybe one day I'll do it, but Uncle Nietzsche's not that type of character. His ears did prick up, however, and got really emotional when one of the princes said, if a bravo has, can't afford to arm himself and go into the field, he has no right to be on the battlefield. To which I believe both egregores went, whoa. Oh, the egregores were like, that's not on. They didn't say that's not on, but they're like, ooh. Oh, I see. My hand went to the handle of my sword. I didn't get up. I don't want to make too much of a scene. I'm quite tired. And I think a couple of others weren't too happy at that. So I think it's going to be one of my stances that I am against the privatization of the military forces within the League to a complete degree. Yeah. Uh, because one of the merchant princes also said, hopefully don't mind me saying this, I'm not going to bring up a name, well, our guild will support any bravos and pay for them as long as they wear my guild's ring. Ooh. 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 So Ooh. this is where I'm like, that's privatising military and swelling your own numbers and taking away from the block. Uh, no, you'd still be in the block, you just wear their ring, right? Like, you don't operate with them. You just have whatever that ring means. Well, we don't know what it entitles to. It could entitle other things behind backs, contracts and agreements and whatnot. Yeah. This is one of the interesting things about Empire also. Does everything have a veiled meaning or yeah. an extra motivation? No, you got to be careful with that half magic. Yeah, got to be careful indeed. So, yes, uh, that was pretty much my night. I did go out and talk to the qu- quartermaster and said, I will support... He, he wants to make a... A supply cash for the national block where money is given so he can go and do his quartermasterly duties and buy potions, armors, enchantments, weapons, uh, liao, and fill that box so anyone who's taking the field who doesn't feel all too equipped can get what they need to survive that battle. If they don't use it, that goes back in the box. I think that's good prosperity. Yeah, I so, so at that chest has my fully su- full support and I will donate and I'm hoping my guild will support the building of the supply cache. Nice. So yeah I have now have a little I have a little stance of you developing got stuff, you got stances. I thought uh Nietzsche would be the most selfish money grubbing bastard of all time but I, no. I'll charge to go in skirmishes. Yeah but now you've got a flock. Yeah. You have to care for your flock. I've got to care for my flock. They have wives and kids for all I know. Yeah exactly. Uh I'm willing to charge to go on skirmishes for my flock. Mm. 
I'm all unless some of them want to do it out of the goodness of the heart. I'm not going to make them. No, you have to stay with the guild. Yeah, I'm also willing to charge for bodyguarding, fighting, love duels, and things like that off the field in Anvil. But for the big battles that are going to help the Empire as a whole, I'm hoping we're going to stick to the block and do it for free. You could, you could start like a almost like put boxes in the taverns in the league, and like show your prosperity and pride to the national. Block. I don't think. Because the league taverns, for all I know, don't stay open that late. I don't yeah. think they actually make that much. No, but just a box there, and you just mm. go around, collect the rings, have it in a case for the block. I just need to kidnap a child from the academy and put the, put a money ball in the also hand. Also, could kidnap a child from the academy. So that's, Th- that, that's the most powerful force in the em- uh, anvil. Children. Give me some money. Um, so after I got back from the skirmish, uh, I went back to Dawn, and what am I doing? Oh, I spent a lot of time with... Uh, helping Lodine with the exorcism thing. So obviously they lost a really key member. So we were spending a lot of time rounding up priests, finding priests, and getting them together. We did a ritual on the staff, mm. which gave us connection to an artifact, which means our souls are protected, and we'll go to the labyrinth, which is always uh, which is a buff, which means when I'm fighting Winter Husk, because I don't have to p- panic for my eternal soul. Um, and then. I did some other stuff. I did a lot of assisting, helping with the pre. I think, to be fair, that evening was a lot of talking and trying to work out what to do about the Order of the Argent, Ardent, Ardent Lily, um, which is the exorcism group. Um, and then we, obviously, we found it out at this point that exorcists were going to be incredibly needed on Sunday, uh, which I'll talk about more because that was a big part of my Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then, basically, I... Sat down. I sat down for the first time on Friday since time in, and spoke to some friends and had a drink. This is the thing. Empire is one of those holidays you come back feeling worse off than when you set off. Mm. Yeah, so tired physically. Yeah, yeah. It's a big mental refresher. It is, but yeah. as you can tell today, my brain is jelly. My voice mm. is coming back slowly by bit by bit. It does sound better than yesterday. Yeah, I think it but, sounds better than the start. Yeah, of the we were in bed by one o'clock. We were so tired. Yeah. Also, before we sign out, I do not condone stealing children from the academy. I will not do that. Um, I think the only thing I did, like I said, I had some chat with some friends. I was going to say, that was maybe the end of my night. I do not condone, is that the right phrase? Yeah, that's the right phrase. Good. I sat down with some friends. I sat down with uh, Sir Morgan, the night, Brian Knight Errant, who I met last, who I met when his brother died. Uh, and I met a couple of other people. Some I'd met before, some I'd met for the first time. I had a chat about uh, the virtues, um, tried to convince people to come to where I'm going uh, in downtime, and then went to bed. And then as I was going to bed, <laughs> there was two earls sat outside their tent. Uh, Earl, uh, oh, hang on, I've got this written down. I've literally just spoken to her. House Lamelevy, I've been struggling with that name all weekend. House Lamelevy, uh, the Earl of which, and then the house of, the Earl of another house, who I haven't spoken to, so I won't mention their names, but another house which is fairly closely tied, and they were sat outside. Um, and I knew they had, they were both autumn mages, mm. and I asked if they had a vested interest in who was going to be the Knight Protector of Autumn, which I told you about is a Dornish title where there's a big melee and the winner can name who they want to be the Knight Protector of Autumn. So I had a big, basically I sat down to have a chat with them about that, and then we, uh, this was about one-ish, um, and it was about one-ish, and then... For the next two hours, I sat talking to them about Dornish politics. I was like, I was supposed to go to bed two hours ago. I was literally, I was on my way to my tent to go to sleep. Went, oh, this would be a quick conversation. Three in the morning, still talking about Dornish politics. Well, we know from our D&D games, five minutes can last hours. Mm. Absolutely. Um, uh, it, was, it was a really good conversation. There was a lot of stuff that Tristan's very interested in that the two Earls were also interested in. And there were some conversations we had. It was really nice. It was also because I'd spoken to uh, Earl Lamelevy, uh, OC a little bit, but not much. Uh, so it was nice to have some proper interaction with them. Um, and then also I'd never even met the other Earl before, so it was really nice to have a conversation. And after that, I was like, right, it's 3 a.m. I'll go to bed. Um, the full moon was out. It was a really beautiful night. The moon all this weekend was gorgeous. And mm. then went to bed at 3 in the morning, which turned out to be a pattern for this weekend. And... That was my Friday. I've probably forgotten a million things happened. Yeah. yeah everyone that knows, I had a million interactions with people that I will, cannot mention here, but I had a great time talking to you all. Yes. Uh, throughout this podcast, I'll probably mention many groups and whatnot. 
I've interacted with so many people. I'm so sorry, I can't remember so many names. And also, there's when you're in character, it's a bit harder to ask for permission to use names. Oh yes, the definitely. We don't want to mention anyone who we've not explicitly got permission to use their name. Yeah, yeah. So. It's more likely that we haven't forgotten. I just feel like I can't say your name. Just know we've um, not met anyone at Empire we dislike. We love you yeah, all. Everyone I've spoken to, okay, I've, absolutely fabulous. I haven't met anyone at Empire that I like. This sorry, I haven't met anyone that I dislike. <laughs> OC. <laughs> oh, there's definitely people I see that I have problems with. Oh well, that's that's a whole different cup of tea. Yeah. They're sometimes the most fun people to interact with. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, Friday done. Thank yeah. you very much for listening, everyone. Thank Can't you. wait to talk about Saturday. Yeah, Saturday was when a lot of stuff happened. I think we might need three episodes for Saturday because I have a lot to talk about too. It's what? really really funny because last event we were speaking. From basically summit to summit. Yeah. There's eight months between these two. Do you reckon that'll happen again anyway? <laughs> yeah. Probably. Well, this thank one. you everyone for listening. Yeah. Uh, we will see you next week. Um, Goodbye. Bye. Bye.